There may be injuries galore in Dallas, but there's a unicorn or two waiting in the wings. Dallas Wings beat reporter Ari Graham is here to break it all down for us. Locked on women's basketball starts now. Ogumba Wallace for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello there, everyone. You are locked on to women's basketball. I'm Isabel Rodriguez. I'm a staff writer over at The Next. Thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So you can see our faces live. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA. And when you enter the promo code LockedOnNBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. On today's show, our Dallas Wings beat reporter, Ari Graham, is here with us to discuss all of the turmoil, but also some pretty surprising turns um, that have befallen the Dallas Wings so far this WNBA season. Um, thanks for being on the show today, Ari. I'm excited to talk all things Dallas with you. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited, too. <laughs> so first, we're going to talk about Satu Sabali, our resident unicorn over um, in Dallas, and everything that she's been able to accomplish over the last couple of games um, and her sort of meteoric rise that we've seen. Then we're going to get into all of the injuries that have taken place so far and everything that Dallas is doing to kind of deal with that, um, including the hardship contracts and Maddie Segrist and all sorts of things. So that's what we're going to get into in segment two. And then we're going to preview um, their matchup against Phoenix quickly for you right at the end. So it'll be all things Dallas for the next 30 or so minutes. All right, so um, first things first, I mean, Satu Sabali, she has been, I mean, the name of the game um, in terms of what Dallas is doing now, especially after dealing with so many injuries. She's averaging a double-double. I mean, how much more, how many more good things can you really say about her? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole lot that can be said just because beyond what's going on on the court, you know, she's been very supportive of her teammates through the tough times because, you know, she's had to deal with those injuries, take a back seat, and then, you know, just get a different look at the game. And I think that her experience with that has been helping her teammates as well. But on the game, uh, she's been doing uh, very well. The, uh, the only thing that has kind of been an issue is just foul trouble. But that is something that the Dallas Wings as a whole have had to deal with. Absolutely. I mean, just looking at her basic raw stats from last year compared to this year, she's playing more minutes than she ever has, and she's scoring more than she ever has before on way more shots. I mean, her efficiency is much higher than what we've seen in the past from her and also what we've seen in the past from Dallas in general. Um, so is she, do you think, maybe the answer to some of that consistency that Dallas maybe has lacked in the past couple of seasons? Most definitely. Uh, with her limited time last season, she was even making an impact before, you know, the ankle injury. Um, mm -hmm. So as long as she can stay healthy, uh, that adds to Dallas uh, consistency. One of the things that, you know, began with the season is that Dallas was a deep team and mm -hmm. just with all of the new acquisitions. And I believe that having her in the starting lineup, you don't have to lean so much on your bench, but there are other reasons why, you know, that has had to happen. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think pairing her with Arike definitely opens the floor up for Arike to maybe operate on the outside a little bit more. How have you seen them maybe work together as the seasons began and, and how things are kind of ramping up between the two of them? Well, I mean, one thing, you know, Arike isn't necessarily trying to do everything herself. Mm-hmm. Having Satu on the court, you know, someone that has been her teammate a little longer, she's more comfortable. You know, she's she's able to just make that assist and know that, you know, Satu is going to do what she has to do to make it. Yeah, and it's nice to see that from her, too. I think that's something that maybe has been a little bit frustrating to, for over the past couple of seasons is that because she's had to be kind of front and center the majority of the time, she's maybe underpassed more than than she could have. And so having somebody like Satu that she can rely on and that is consistent and reliable, um, that certainly helps her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe let's talk about some other pieces of this starting lineup as well. I mean, um, who else can we pull out here? I mean, Veronica Burton is in her second season um, and she's made some strides as well. Maybe talk mm-hmm. about how she's fit in in her second in her second season. Well, Veronica had a very busy off season. I uh, was able to watch her play in Athletes Unlimited. Uh, She Mm -hmm. certainly had a good chance to develop her game there because she wasn't stuck as the point guard. You know, with AU, Mm -hmm. you can just get points doing anything. And I could tell that one of the things that she was working on was her three-point shooting. Um, As far as a leader being on the court, I believe her vision has gotten better. She's more comfortable. And that's really just most of the strides that she's taken. And I believe that she's going to continue to grow, especially with having to play through the adversity and being comfortable mm-hmm. with the other players on the court and um, others being inserted into the starting lineup. Yeah. And how have you maybe seen her operate? I mean, one of the hardest parts about this Dallas roster is that there's so many talented bigs on the floor between the starting lineup and the bench rotation. But the hard part is, 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 getting them the ball mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way that that's mm-hmm. helpful for them and that they can actually do something with it that maximizes mm-hmm. their abilities. Maybe as a guard on, on this kind of big, heavy roster, how is her role? How important is she in terms of, in terms of that? Very important. I, you know, speaking of all these injuries, like Verona, nothing's going to happen to Burton, <laughs> you know, and cause she is the point guard um, that's, great for this team when you look at the bench like if something were to happen there's no one that's going to have that that vision that she has and in her second season the game has slowed down for her a little bit um but she has made a huge huge impact um offensively you know she's starting to shoot a little bit more but more importantly defensively that's where kind of where she's made her mark and has continued to do so just being on the front lines of you know trying to get those steals For sure. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of what Dallas is hoping to do. I mean, bringing in Latricia Trammell, who is a a known defensive mastermind across Mm -hmm. the league. How has her how has she come in and and really helped make defense a a bigger part of the team's identity? And how have you seen that the players kind of react to that, um, that kind of change in mindset? Yeah, when speaking to just different players, they always say, you know, they have played have had to play differently and be uh play more, play stronger defensively. Uh, Speaking of the steals, you know, right now Dallas is fourth and last season they finished 10th. So you can tell they already have more active hands than they already had last season. And that's not really something that you've seen in Dallas in general period um, since moving there. 
And I believe that her coming in and enforcing defense has helped them more, especially, you know, when shots aren't falling, they know that they can rely on their defense to get back into it. And that comes from what she has been teaching them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it seems like they really put the team chemistry at the front. And I I think that goes back to what you were talking about um, in terms of Enrique having to or being able to rely on her teammates more and being able to become more pass, more pass heavy in terms of her gameplay. Um, but it's not just Arike too. I mean, it's, it's gonna gone across the team as well. So maybe where have you seen that pop up in some other players in terms of being able to rely on each other more or, um, the defense really becoming more of their identity. I really liked, um, how Natasha Howard has basically been embraced, been able to fit in, uh, being one of those double digit scores for the wings, yeah. as well as being able as another player that can stretch the floor, you know, before mm-hmm. the team acquired, uh, Kalani Brown, Natasha had to play the five a little bit. So her versatility definitely, uh, adds to the wings. Um, so that's one that I've really been impressed with. Uh, one thing that has been the most surprising is Jasmine Dickey. You know, she didn't get a Absolutely. lot of opportunity last season, but she is a strong defensive spark um, off of the bench, you know, when when someone needs a rest. And she can put up the shot when she needs to, but that hasn't been the case yeah. so far. Yeah, Jasmine Dickey was, I mean, she's just been, I'm not surprised that she's made this jump just based mm-hmm. on her overseas time that she played over over the over the winter. Um, so it's really great to see that like translate over and start to have an impact on her WNBA game as well. Um, I think it really helps just as we're starting to head into like the prioritization era where maybe people are starting to think less about going overseas. One thing that it does help with is that you're still playing at a high level and maybe you get to be more front and center um, on this team. Whereas, you know, for the wings, Jasmine Dickey's not going to be like the number one to go to, but on her overseas team, that was the role that she had. So it allowed her to kind of make that, that leap a little bit sooner maybe than she would have had otherwise. And so it's really cool to see that start to fly into, into her, no pun intended, um, but um, into her actual WNBA game as well. Um, yeah. So, so we've talked a little bit about all of the different starters and, and the leaps and bounds that they've started to make. Um, but in the next segment, we are going to talk all about the things that have gone wrong <laughs> and how Dallas is, is starting to weather that storm and the pieces that they brought in to help make that possible. But first, uh, we're going to talk about bird dogs. Um, bird dogs are stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts and are made of a stiff, restricting cotton, um, or regular shorts are made of a stiff restricting cotton, but bird dogs fixed this issue by inventing a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches. Um, I personally hate really restrictive clothing. It's my least favorite thing in the world. Um, I feel like as a human, you should be able to move just like how you want to. And so anything that restricts that is not on the top of my list. So I'm glad that bird dogs is focused on this. Um, They also use anti-stink sweat fabric and sweat wicking fabric that helps keep you cool and dry all day long, especially in these hot summer days as we head into the actual summertime. Um, it's nice to be able to know that your clothing isn't going to smell when you finally get to the office. Um, so go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA and enter promo code locked on NBA and get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. 
That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. Thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to have back our WNBA draft team. Um, They're going to be talking about how the prospects are doing and maybe talking about what we can look forward to for the next crop of new WNBA folks. So now, as I've alluded to, there have been so many injuries that that have cropped up for the Dallas Wings over the last couple of weeks. Um, and you know, it, it's not necessarily super surprising injuries have become way more common over as the schedule becomes more intense. And especially last year with, you know, the world cup and then the full WNBA season and then players going overseas and then coming back, it's not necessarily surprising, but it always is a bummer to see somebody go down with an injury, no matter who it is or how long it is. We don't want to see people get injured, but mm-hmm. Dallas has done some pretty crafty things to try and, and get around this. So Let's talk first about who's injured, what they're dealing with, and how we can kind of expect to see things evolve. Because it's not just injuries as well. We have one other um, player who's out for a different reason that we'll get into. So, but yeah. let's just start with the injuries first. So okay. um, first, we had um, we had Crystal Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can you maybe talk about what she went through and where she's at with her timeline? Well, uh, she had an ankle injury. Um, There has not been a timeline set yet, but the fact Mm -hmm. that Odyssey Sims was brought in on a hardship contract, uh, it could be for a significant amount of time. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's it's really unfortunate, but there have not been uh, much details beyond uh, that it's an ankle injury. Yeah, and Crystal was, was, I think, a really important piece of what Dallas was able to do being a guard in, again, this big, heavy team. She was pretty efficient, too, in terms of her field goal percentage. And especially from two-point range, she was really making use of every opportunity she had. So those are going to be big shoes to fill, um, to to say the least. Um, yeah, and then yeah. there's – yeah, go for it. No, I was saying, yeah, exactly. Um, when we were talking about Veronica, one of those players that could – you know, feel her position was danger field, but then also, you know, even though it was smaller, having Burton and Dangerfield start at the same time gave the wings a bump defensively. And now with her out, yeah. you lose a little bit of that. Yeah. And it also kind of made them, I think Dallas maybe wasn't necessarily the fastest team either. Um, they weren't necessarily running the floor every time, especially when you have like multiple bigs out on the floor but being able to do that two-guard lineup, have both Dangerfield and Burton at the same time, maybe made them a little bit faster, too. So mm-hmm. something that they're going to have to figure out what to do with. Um, but that isn't the only player that's out, too. There were two lingering injuries, one with Lou Lopez-Senesal, so she hasn't been able to even touch the floor yet, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a bummer. Um, and then Diamond to Shields as well. And her injury was from before the season as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with both of them out, that already sets the stage. Um, but on top of that, Tierra McCowan is out playing in Eurobasket with her Turkish team. So she's only played one game so far this year, but she will be back um, at the end of June, I believe, is when that ends. So it's going to be a little while without her as well. Um, to make up for that accents, that absence, though, they've brought in Kalani Brown, who I know you were excited about. So maybe let's walk through what she's been able to do so far in that role she's been able to fill. I love Kalani, just the energy that she brings to the team, her personality. You know, she's had to, she had nagging um, injuries throughout her career and she finally got her first start 
in the W. And what do you know? It was a double-double. Um, I believe that she is a fantastic fill-in for Tierra McCowan. Um, the way that she was just easily able to uh, insert herself and immediately yeah. become effective. Um, one reason for that, though, she spent some time with Arike and a, a few other Wings players during the offseason just doing workouts together and playing, you know, well. Then, you know, in the training camp, you know, she she did well, but there just wasn't enough room at the time. But it was one of those things that Dallas kept in their back pocket. And then here we are. Yeah, I love the story that you had out about um, the different um, the different organizations that the Wings have been working with and the different facilities that the players got to practice in over the summer. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely check that out at thenexthoops.com. You can read um, Ari's work, including that story. Um, but yeah, I think it's an interesting thing, um, when we talk about like roster sizes and who's on what team and who's maybe waiting in the wings, um, Mm -hmm. is I think this is one case where it would make more sense to have them as kind of like a, almost like, um, a training roster spot where they're not necessarily on the team, but they're waiting, say, if there's an injured player or something like that. That's essentially what they're doing here <laughs> is mm-hmm. keeping Kalani in, in the back, um, waiting if there's an injury or somebody that they need her to cover for. Um, but I feel like if they made it more official, then at least it would be more um, reassuring to her so that she's not necessarily in that kind of limbo phase. Yeah, but I mean, she's making the best of her time, so... Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you know, if she doesn't get a shot in Dallas uh, showing what she's showing, she can end up somewhere else. You know, it's just a matter yeah. of her staying healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially with her, I mean, having dealt with injuries throughout her career, it's one of those cases where you really hope that somebody can take take the chance. And she's clearly making a big uh, making the most of it now. So mm-hmm. um, that's been exciting to see. So it's not just been Kalani Brown, though. And it's um it's been a couple of other players that are regulars on the Dallas Wings, Wings as well that have gotten a little bit of a boost in minutes. One of those that has been particularly exciting to watch, especially over the last game or so, has been Maddie Segrist, who was their first-round pick um, out of Villanova. Um, she is like one of the top scorers in NCAA history, so I think people were waiting for her to really start to make her mark. Um, but her minutes jumped pretty decently um, over the last game. And can you maybe talk about how she's filled in and and where she's been able to find that boost in scoring and impact? Well, in terms of scoring, you know, she's kind of just been able to get in where she fits in. You know, they're scoring Mm -hmm. all around. But one thing that we saw her in the last game, you know, she was getting that from cleaning up the boards, not necessarily Mm -hmm. running through the the plays and getting that open shot. She was battling. And Mm -hmm. another thing that has helped her is going back to LST's training as far as defense. Yes, mm-hmm. Maddie Seacrest can score. We know this, right? Um, but she has really been putting in the work defensively in order to, you know, make those yeah. points. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think one thing that's been working to her advantage, too, is that, you know, especially with um, Veronica Burton on the outside and Satu Sabli able to shoot from distance, it opens up a little bit of space in the post for her to operate as well. So, She's one thing that I found really cool from the last game, and I think a couple of folks pointed this out on Twitter as well. It's just she's able to get to her spot so well. She knows exactly where she needs to go, and I think that's so smart for a rookie, especially in her first couple of games, already able to see the floor that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we can talk about, too, it's not just been like her defense, it's her rebounding as well. I mean, she nearly mm-hmm. had a double-double in her first 
like major game as a as a WNBA player. How mm-hmm. has her rebounding evolved as she's gotten more minutes, and how does that help the wings? Do you think? Well, she's just battling down with the bodies. You know, she's not showing that she's afraid to get in get in someone's face and bang down there to get those rebounds. Um, as far as like defensively rebounding, you know, Dallas is number one in rebound rebounding as a whole. So having her size in addition uh, to Natasha and to, like you said, is spreading the floor um, with the loss of Tierra, like they're not losing uh, that momentum in rebounding. So her just fighting, fighting down below, uh, doing what she needs to do against, you know, taller teams. Uh, she was down there with Brittany Griner, just you know, hey, move out the way. <laughs> let me let me get the rebound um, and these points. So that's been something that's really good to see. And I'm looking forward to see how else you know she's going to be able to evolve uh, while mm-hmm. taking advantage of the minutes she's given uh, because of these injuries. Yeah, and it's nice to have players who are more versatile around her as well as she's making that leap. I mean having somebody like Satu next to her to learn from and to grow from, I'm sure that's like a dream come true. (laughs) Um, So I think uh, next we're going to get into our next ad break. And then to wrap things up, we're going to quickly talk about the game against Phoenix that's coming up and what we can expect to see from the wings as they take on Phoenix in round two of this home and home, um, home and home series that they're playing. So But first, um, make a fast break to FanDuel during the WNBA or the NBA playoffs. Sorry, I got confused because we're talking about the WNBA. Forgot Mm. the NBA also exists. (laughs) Um, Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $20. (laughs) That is $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So um, betting on FanDuel It's one of the most consistent experiences that you can get. It's great promotions every day with a safe and secure app. You can get paid instantly, and there's no better place to bet all playoff long, all NBA playoff long, although I'm sure you can also bet all WNBA playoff long once we get there, Um, and um, then America's number one sports book. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. So now that we're looking at the Dallas Wings as a whole, we've talked about the players that are finally getting that first shot in Maddie Seacrest and Kalani Brown. We've talked about some of the injuries that they've dealt with and the rise of Satu Savali and how she's able to open things up for Enrique and Natasha and the starters that make up the core of this team. Um, They've already played Phoenix once and it went pretty well. I mean, they came out with the win, not necessarily a huge win, but still a win that they want to be getting. Um, Phoenix isn't necessarily a top caliber team quite yet necessarily. Um, So this is the kind of team that, that, that Dallas I think wants to be beating if they want to both make the playoffs and have a good showing in the Mm -hmm. playoffs. So what can we see or look for in this next game that they're going to play against Phoenix, where do you think they need to improve and where do you think they can maybe make some strides to have this be a more secure win? Well, the main thing there was the wings got into foul trouble very early in that last game, allowing, you know, the Mercury to stay in it. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that's going to have to be fixed uh, tonight. I believe that they did a good job containing, you know, Brittany Griner. There's 
double, triple teams around her that made mm-hmm. it more difficult. But again, I mean, they have Diana Taurasi on the outside, so they have to find a way to be able to control that and then make sure she's not getting her shots as well. That night, it was a little bit off for her, but you know, tonight it could be a completely yeah. different story. And everything was so hyped up you know, with Brittany Garner's homecoming. Uh, but tonight is going to be Pride Night. And then still you have all of us, another sellout crowd with all of the support mm-hmm. for Brittany Griner and her team and, you know, Dallas Wings. It's going to be a great atmosphere. And we'll see if the Wings can get another W. Yeah, totally. Um, and honestly, I think maybe the, I would, I would fingers crossed that Diana Taurasi doesn't see Dewana Bonner's 41 points and get inspired. <laughs> so yes, we shall see how right. she feels. <laughs> yeah. She saw the other oldies doing it and maybe fix it. She should, mm-hmm. she should do that as well. <laughs> so we'll see how she fares. But I mean, again, I think the fact that they've kind of figured out how to play BG um, and how to defend her is a, a really good starting point um, mm-hmm. because she really is, I mean, in so many ways, the core of, how Phoenix operates right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see where they land. Um, and I'm excited to see how Maddie Segrist operates in her second game and whether she is able to kind of have the same sort of impact or whether things are a little bit more of a struggle for her. Um, I mean, it's still her first year, so there's a yeah. lot of room to grow. Um, is there any player that you're going to be looking out for or that you're excited to see in the second matchup? And again, it's going to come down to Satu. Um, and Kalani, you know, I love the fact that she averaged that double-double to begin with. And then Satu, she got beat up the other <laughs> game. Like, it was tough for her. So, you know, I'm looking for her to still come out with some big energy and uh, just do what she can to help push the team forward. She doesn't have to take on the load. You know, it's just something that has been happening over the past couple of games. Um, Natasha wasn't on the floor very much last game due to her foul trouble. So we'll see, you know, what happens um, with them. But those are the the two players that I'll be looking out for. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think um, you're totally right on on Natasha. I'm curious to see how she rebounds from last game where – it maybe not necessarily wasn't her most efficient game or her most effective game. So, but I mean, she's done plenty and so many different teams and she's gone through so much over the years that I'm sure that this is just one more storm that she'll have to weather. So um, I'm excited to see her bounce back from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just one more that I'll point out too. We talked about Odyssey Sims and her joining the team. This is going to be her second game with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm excited to see her, see if she can kind of find her footing um, and and start to make an impact too, especially since she's coming in for Crystal Dangerfield. We talked about obviously ties together the team in so many ways. So whether she can start to figure that out and help them get that guard rotation more on lock, um, that'll be that'll be exciting to see too. I believe that she will be able to do that already when she was inserted. I mean, she was uh, signed that morning and then was ready to go uh, that evening yeah. for the game. Uh, one thing that uh, will help is definitely her speed and her scoring mm-hmm. ability. Uh, she was very, very good in AU uh, this past offseason, yeah. and I believe she might have would have won, you know, if she didn't have, you know, that uh, ankle injury late. Um, but it, that's going to be another addition that's going to help Dallas kind of spread the floor a little bit. I mean, she's new, but you can't leave mm-hmm. her open either. That's true. And I think, too, I mean, she was on two different teams last year. She's kind of become one of those players that bounces around the league and, she's shown that she can be flexible and that she can fit into different systems. I mean, I love watching her when she was in Connecticut last year. So 
Um, I'm excited to see what she does in Dallas and whether she can kind of help them get through the period without Crystal Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show with us, Ari. I really appreciate you coming on and talking about the wings with us. Um, they're definitely one of the most confusing teams at times, but I think they've started to become more of my favorites to watch when um, mm-hmm. the Aces and Liberty aren't battling for supremacy or whatever it might be. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, definitely make sure to tune in to the Dallas Wings as they take on the Phoenix Mercury tonight. Um, and check out Aries' work at The Next. Um, you can find us at thenexthoops.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter at IsabelBarroso78. And you can find Ari at WNBA Love, one of the most iconic Twitter handles in WNBA Twitter history, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thanks for joining us, everyone. And thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen today. Make sure to check us out every day of the week except Sundays and be back tomorrow for our WNBA draft show. Thanks, everyone.